Welcome to Wind Down, the weekly catch-up between friends Scott and Lydia. We'll be discussing the stories of the week as well as giving you a much-needed dose of good news. There'll also be a book recommendation and Scott's gift of the week, all accompanied by a big glass of wine. So grab a bottle, settle down and enjoy. Hiya! Hi everyone! Hello! <laughs> We only saw each other like a day ago, so I was just a bit like, oh, see you again. How are you? Yeah, great, thanks, bye. Yeah, bye. Short podcast this week. <laughs> and that is it. See you next week. Bye. Should I open the wine then? Yes, let's get straight to it. Yeah. Right. What have we got? So this week we have a Pinot Gris. Gris? As in French, as in grey. Right. But it's from New Zealand. It's obviously not grey. It's, <laughs> it's a little wine, but it was an expensive little wine, so... It looks nice. It does look nice. It's got a cute little painting. The painting is what's sold I'm all for an artwork on the yeah. bottle of wine. I feel like that sells me more than the actual yeah. description or anything like that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's from Gisborne. Are you? Um, so yeah, it's Pinot Gris. It was its long, hot summer, wild minters in close proximity to the sea. Gisborne provides ideal growing conditions for creating vibrant new world Pinot Gris. The wine is light in colour with fresh fruit aroma, pure pear notes and a long, crisp finish. Interesting, okay. Most we'll, importantly. We'll go with that. The percentage, what is it? Uh, I might have a percentage. <laughs> oh my god, what if it's not alcohol? Oh, 12.5%. Did you just <laughs> give me a non-alcoholic <laughs> wine? It's only a Tuesday, we shouldn't leave the wine this early. I mean, I feel like it's been a week already. I know, I'm literally like, I'm done with the week already. I know, it's been the longest week, right. it's only been a day. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, that is good. Oh my god, I needed this. <laughs> oh, I really like that. Go on, little. Well done, little. That's so good. Go on, babe. Mm, that's mm. really nice. That's nice. Yeah. So, I feel like we should toast again to the little mixed baby. Yes. Three of them. <laughs> I was like, when I first saw the picture, I was like, oh my god, have they got the babies to meet already? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> and then I'm like, Leanne's had twins. I was like, excuse, sorry, what, excuse me. I was like, I didn't know this. Give one to Jade. Yeah, yeah, let Jade have one. Because <laughs> I did think she was like quite big, like compared to yeah. Perry's size. Like I did think that she was, and she was very round as well. Yeah. Um, God, that must have been so heavy. Two babies, but no. so cute. And it was so sweet. They were like, the, the caption they wrote, they asked for one miracle and they got two. I was like, <laughs> So I don't think I've known pregnancies to be more in sync than mm. those two. It's so weird, as if they literally like, have planned to be like, right, I'm going to go home and try again, you're going to go home and try again, <laughs> and one month's time, I'll see you later. Because <laughs> literally, Leanne's was the 16th, and then Perry's was 22nd, or oh, 21st. Oh, so Leanne's had hers first? Yeah. Because uh, I was, like, we, I was like, sitting there, and I was like, oh my, because it was announced, obviously, after Perry. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, they've literally had it, like, one day apart, or, like, on uh, the same day. But no, it wasn't. Interesting that Leanne waited like until Perry had announced that day later. It was like, like, bitch, my turn. Nah, I've got twins. I've got twins, <laughs> beat that girl. Beat that. Jade's just like, I can't wait to be the cool auntie. That's why she got shouted by a seagull the other day. <laughs> Bless her. If anything was more appropriate to life right now, is Jade being shouted by a seagull. <laughs> Never has there been a better representation of life. Yeah, I just, I'm just, I just feel like Jade right now. Oh, I always like Jade. I wish I was Jade. I wish I was Jade. If she was my best friend, oh my god. That would be a sweetness. Okay, other best friend. Fucking rude. <laughs> she was just my friend. <laughs> if you were just your acquaintance, that would be fine. If I had her on speed dial, that'd be great. <laughs> wow. <Well, yeah. laughs> 
Um, but another pregnancy thing that's popped up mm. randomly is I... Kylie Jenner. Yeah. I baby don't... number two. I don't believe it. I think it's bullshit. Because is it basically just because she's been hiding her body a little bit more? Yeah. <laughs> but as but then she went on Instagram the other day and she put like, a little bikini pictures of herself up. But again, Kylie knows what she's doing, so she could have just like taken those ages ago and do you know what I mean? Like she Yeah, it wasn't like that day she done it. Yeah. But I also don't think she is pregnant, I don't know. There's just something I just don't I don't know. I'm not sure, because I feel like this one, which I, I mean, obviously if, it might be early stages still, mm. but like, because obviously hit the, she hit the first one, yeah. um, which was fair enough, but like, I thought maybe this one, she might announce it and mm. sort of be like out and proud in a way. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't yeah, I don't really well, know. If I like it randomly popped up and I was yeah. like, I'm sorry, what but is this? But that's how it happened last time. <laughs> yeah, that's the true. But what I do think, I can't remember what, when it was what I was listening to, I was watching a lot of Kardashians recently <laughs> and they were talking about how when Kylie said like oh no I think it was like when we were when we were actually we were out for brunch <laughs> and we were talking about Kylie saying that when she had Stormy she didn't tell anyone her because she believed the energy that she had during her pregnancy transferred to the baby and mm. made really calm and Stormy literally seemed so calm that actually maybe even if she's pregnant again she wouldn't tell anyone because she'd want to do that same pattern she'd want to do the same pattern mm. she could have been a terrible mm. child she could end up with the devil. Look at the little brat. <laughs> I doubt she would, but you know what I mean? Like she's no, yeah. She it. That uh, makes sense. I mean, she's obviously like a master, not a master manipulator, but she knows exactly what she's doing with her Instagram. Oh like, my God, media. yeah. So like those pictures, she could have like leaked it to be like, I'm pregnant, and then put the pictures up to be like, psych bitch, and I'm not. Well, but, but yeah, actually, I she am. She is. Mmm, double bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. That's a good point. But I think, yeah. I, I can't imagine her doing that now. You've said that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then everyone's saying that the Met Gala is going to be where she announces her pregnancy. <sighs> and this week is in fucking world because people, someone's leaked like five of the tables of the Met Gala. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, the Met Gala is the fashion event of the entire year. Absolutely. Um, it's held by Anna Winter at the Met museum um and all the celebs like pay like hundreds of thousands of dollars just to go and get photographed yeah and you can't take pictures inside the table plans like really just like everything's just really hush hush no one knows what goes on inside mm-hmm. unless it's in the bathroom yeah. which is where they're allowed to take pictures where they can take the selfies <laughs> but even then they're not allowed to like try to crack down on that mm. she's getting the chance i know she only does bless her because yeah this table plan includes people like Addison Ray, so I don't see how she's going to tell Addison Rae she's on her phone. But also, like, she's in opposite Beyonce and next to her Naomi Campbell and Donatella Versace. Like, I'm sorry, no. <laughs> that should be me. <laughs> <laughs> oh Not my Addison God. I would love to be at the Met Gala. It's just so random, like... I just think whoever done this table plan, if it is, and if it is legit, mm-hmm. um... They need to fire them and hire maybe me and you to take us over. I mean, this, I mean, it's chaotic, <clears throat> so I do kind of like it because they've got Kylie Jenner and Lana Del Rey sat next to each other. What the fuck are those two going to talk about? <laughs> like what? And um, yeah. And like, I mean, it's the fact that like. Oh my god, Kendall Jenner and Harry Styles sat next to each other. <clears throat> Sorry, I just popped out. What the fuck? This has to be fake. Surely they wouldn't sit next I think to the other. best one is the fact that James Charles is sitting between The Weeknd and Idris Elba. 
like that. Each time I look at it, the more I look at it, I'm like, oh my god. Like, he's going to be in fucking heaven. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. Literally, like, every time you look at it, it's like Rihanna and Kim are sat next to each other. And I'm like, are they friends? I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, like they might be beefy. Because it's just a... And then Orlando Bloom is opposite Anna Winter. I'm just like, no, that's weird. Also, if this is like... So this is, Anna Winter's on table F. Why is she not on table A? I'm just Ooh. saying. Um, but I'm trying to look at like, the designers on the table. Because sometimes they do the... Um, oh my god, yeah. The table's by designer. Oh. And you've obviously got like Versace with Donatella. Was but she, then... But then, like, so... Oh my god, that's such a good You've point. got... Olivier next to Naomi and Giselle, which I'm guessing is Balmain. Yeah, that okay, that would make sense. But then it's like Vera Wang next to J Lo. I don't think I can't imagine J Lo wearing thought, Vera. I thought like Vera Wang hasn't been around for like years. What happened? I don't know, but she's absolutely beautiful and I wanted her secret to keep in like Yeah, she's beautiful. How she looks like that. But like <laughs> I didn't think Then you've got like Thierry Mugler and it's like well. Like, Next to Kim. Um, but Mugler That and Kim, I can imagine. And, and to be fair, Bella Hadid as well. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, there's, there's no, oh, there's only Jeremy Scott next to Billy Eilish. I can see that. Not and Kate Moss. Not, not Kate Moss. I can see Or Billie Ariana. Eilish. Or like Dixie. I can see that. To be fair, quite chaotic. Nikki's worn um, Jeremy. Jeremy before. Mm. But yeah, it just seems like a sort of random. Um, and also, don't they have like the board of like the yeah. celebs? And I thought Harry Styles was part of it this year. And I he's can't not on the same table. I think it was Harry. Oh god, who else was it? We have a Google. It was like some random ones, and you're like, Anna, they have not deserved this. It's just like what, what um, do they have to do to become like the board member for that year kind how of thing? Do, and how do I do it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. So Timothy Chalamet, that was who I was looking at. Harry Styles. Um. Da-da-da. What is the theme? Oh, it's the theme is Celebration of American Designers. I forgot about that. Da, da, da. So, yeah, Timothy Chalamet, Billie Eilish. Okay, so hang on, where are they on the seating chart? Okay, so Billie Eilish on the same table as, as Timothy. Timothy. Um, is it Ariana? Amanda Gorman, yeah. Naomi Osaka, Tom Ford, Adam Masseri, and Anna Winter. It's a very young, mm. very young crowd. Like a like, new age. Yeah, and you just feel like that <laughs> when you've got people like Addison Rae and stuff going. It's very I'm sorry, but just like James Charles, like also like last year, it was set to be hosted by Lin Manuel Miranda, Meryl Streep, mm. and Anna Winter, and that's a very different turn in a year. I mean that that would have been iconic, Meryl uh, Streep. Hello. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean like it's, it feels like not to like piss on our own generation, but it sort of feels like that's something we really have to work towards the gift of. And also, I just think like. I don't know, like, I, the young ones, they really appreciate the Met Gala. Yeah, like, for what it is. the institution <laughs> that it is. Yeah, like, it's a celebration of, like, art and culture and fashion and all of this kind of stuff. And a bunch of YouTubers. Like, and they're like, oh, hold on, let me get some of my vlog. And then we get, like, a TikTok that you can't even, like, dance to. Oh, my God, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just find it very odd that you have people like, SJP and, like, Idris Elba and Taylor Swift next to, like, I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about the theme. What American designers? Yeah, I much prefer it when it's more of like a concept. Like yeah, like so, like yeah, because then it's a bit more fun, isn't it? And it's more uh, like creative. Because mm. like, what are they all just gonna be rewearing best looks from pre like from American well, no, designers they, just like or American new ones? ones. But yeah, because, but I think that'd be cool than if they found like emerging designers. Yeah. Rather than just being like Tom Ford. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, because it's yeah. like Donna Tallery stuff. She like does that mean that then that they're not allowed to? Exactly. This is what I don't get. They're like, show me your passport. We're not fucking wearing your dress. <laughs> You're not American. They're get out. out. <laughs> it's just ironic because Americans are just completely like honestly. Like, well, I mean, the whole like, American like are built on is an immig- is a nation of immigrants. Yeah. Nation, so even though they don't like to admit it. But. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> but yeah, I'm just really excited. I've forgotten that it was happening. Oh my god, I'm so excited. 13th of September, come at me now. Yes, I'm actually really excited. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. And another thing that's over. <laughs> Thank fuck. <laughs> Love Island is Which over is for another year. Like, last two months of hell. <laughs> so for the past two months, we have been writing non-stop <laughs> about Love Island. Um, I'm thankful because it's brought in those pages. Yeah, there's traffic, I will thank the, Yeah, the traffic has been buzzing. Um, but... I just, I'm so glad it's done. I said to my boss today, I was like, I'm not doing it because I'm stuff today. <laughs> I was like, I need a break. Oh no, I'm still doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, she was like, Lizzie, it's tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah, tom- yeah, another not day. Not, not now, not, not now. Today. Like, we'll keep that, like, moving over for another day. <laughs> I just, I just need a, I need, I need a minute. <laughs> but, I, we have to, I don't, I had the, the thing on, I was reading my book, I had it basically on mute. Oh my gosh. Just because I knew exactly what they were going to say. Yeah. Like, I'd seen the dresses the girls were going to wear. And it was only until like, they did like, the announcement of like, which person was winning. I turned it on, turned it off mute, finished my book, and then like listened to like, the last bit. Because I was like, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, and I think, because um, Millie and Liam won. Sorry for the spoiler if you haven't <laughs> caught up yet, but you, you should. Um, I'm ha- I am like, ultimately happy that they won just because I was kind of like rooting for them. Mm. Even though I kind of wanted Faye and Teddy to win. Um, or Kaz. Uh, I don't mm. want anyone to win. I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not actually. <laughs> Take that back. But what, like today, obviously everyone's been like, you've literally just given Liam £25,000. For cheesing. For cheesing. I really, one part of me was like, Millie. Oh my god, I, that's li- fucking stealing it. Literally, that's what I said. I was like, Millie, take that money and run. That, now that <laughs> would have been an iconic final. This is what I said. I was like, someone's got to do it at some point. What? What? I think if Chloe and Toby won, I think one of them would have done it. What, like a joke? No, I think they would have taken it. Nah. Yeah, I do. No, they're all so soppy now. But I forget that the money thing's even a thing. I think it's a stupid thing. Yeah, because like, the thing is, like, we don't need the 50k anymore. It's like, I think they need to, like, revive that bit of the concept and stuff. Because it kind of cuts into when they're like doing the celebration, they're winning. It's like, woohoo, okay, no, no, sorry, we've still got a bit to go. And it's like, oh, we all forgot that that was a thing. Like, we don't really Literally, care. yeah, like last night, Laura was like, Millie and Liam. And then she's like, okay, guys, come stand next to me. And it was like, can you give them a minute? It's like, but also, it's like, <laughs> no one cares now. Like, they're going to make that money twice over by. But it's just that thing stuff. of like how. It's like the ITV and the the program being like, how else can we add the last minute drama into this? Yeah. I'm like, honey, it's not even drama. They're going to take the money and share yeah, it. Yeah, like. because the like, thing is, like, they wouldn't have gotten to that place if people didn't believe they were genuine. Exactly. And you can't fake, I don't think you can fake that much, mm. like, genuineness, like, without, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have to be the most like, brilliant actor in the world yeah. to convince someone to love you. Yeah. And then sort of 50k. Like, just wouldn't happen. Like, those people aren't that smart. I mean, Jake did a pretty good job, but yeah, that's I another mean, topic. Yeah, like, that's why he's not in the fucking science. <laughs> He got fucking caught out. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so fucking done. So glad it's done. Can't wait. <laughs> when Laura was like, we'll be back next year. You can start applying. I was like, I was no! Like, no. <laughs> no, Laura, we're done. Give no it one, a rest. No, I, I just like, I can't actually think of another year of it. It just makes me so fucking depressed. I think it's just as well, like I read, I was reading an article earlier that like, is this the, like, is it more in trouble than it ever has been? Because it's obviously... Mm. 
this has been the most controversial series. Yeah. Um, and people are so hot on, um, obviously, like, the contestants' mental well-being and the, like, the help that they get whilst in mm. the villa and obviously outside of it. Um, and they're just, like, I think it's just lost its magic now. The thing like, is, though, like, you can't create drama and keep people's mental health intact. Exactly. So you have to pick one. And, unfortunately, if you pick the keep people's mental health, which is obviously a good thing, you're not getting the drama. So it's then just like, well, how do you make a TV show? And I do think this is this series has been one that's been very, like, hot on, like, the whole, like, gaslighting situation. Mm. And, like, it, it does seem a bit more that there's been more trouble than there has good. Yeah, you know I just I mean? feel like it just doesn't, it doesn't hit the mark at all. Like, mm. everything feels forced. They're so aware they're on film. Yeah. Like, they are so aware. And it just, yeah, they, they've just lost the natural banter and, like, stupidity of it all. And that people shagging and everything. And it's just it's too self-aware. It's just, like, it's insane how it's just, I don't get how ITV don't see that. Yeah, and I'm like, are you happy just to carry on? But I can't tell if, like, lots of the things is, like, in journo world and stuff, everyone's so, like, aware. And it's, like, if we were to talk to people, like, just, like, normal people, where they'd be like, oh, my God, no, it's a really good year. Like, I think in a Twitter and, like, journo Twitter, you get so, like, sucked into, like, oh, my God, this is shit. Everyone doing a hot take. Whereas, mm. like, Max down the road or, like, Bella down the road, like, what do they think? They're probably just like, oh, yeah, it's so good. Love me, Liam. Like, and I feel like that's what's hard to gauge. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting to say that because last night when it ended... God, it feels like it ended, like, weeks ago now, just by saying that, so it's such a long day. Um, by, like, it ending, um, I was just like, oh, right, okay, like, I'm glad it's done, I can breathe a little bit more yeah. now. Um, but then Gabriel was like, um, well, it's not actually been that bad of a series. And I was like, yeah, but you haven't lived and breathed it for the past yeah. two months. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, when you're just tuning in at nine o'clock, like for an hour and you're like oh it's a bit like relief like you are finding it funny and like you're like oh it's been a bit drama cool crack on but like yeah. when you sort of like, live... maybe that's why I felt a bit stressed out today because I'm like it's over what do I do with my life like, yeah like content back what's to... that <laughs> literally like oh, shit I've got to find other stuff to write about now yeah literally <laughs> I think I mean Married at First Sight's UK starts next Monday and apparently it's meant to be dramatic hmm. so maybe <laughs> maybe we'll back on that trip yeah. <laughs> God, we'll have to find something. <laughs> but I think I'm just very happy to leave Love Island now. Yes, I think let's put it to bed. Let's Thank get you for our the flight traffic home. And that's it. Yes, hundred percent. But one show we will always be looking forward to is Drag Race UK. Yes, it is coming back soon. Yeah, so soon. Um, and this week they have announced the first three judges that will be on the show. It's like the special guest judges, isn't it? Yes, and I'm so excited for. OT. OT, I cannot wait. wait. I think she, I really hope that it's like a dancing challenge and she actually like Give does expertise. something. Yeah. She like coaches them or something. Yeah, exactly. Or like she's there for like the musical or something like that sort of vibe. Yeah, like I hope she's in it for something like that and not just a random Like a dress week. challenge, yeah. yeah. Like a sewing challenge. Um, Kathy Burke, oh my God, I cannot wait for her to be on it. Like I really hope she's on it for like Snatch Game yeah, or something like that. Yeah, or like the like comedy that. ones they do. Stand, the stand-up they do, don't they? Yeah. Like? She is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, she is funny. I and like, she's so straight talking. She just does not care. And I'm like, I just can't wait. She's going to be so good. She is going to be good. I'm and then the third one, Matt Lucas. Which everyone on Twitter is kind of kicking off about because of his like previous controversies of like 
blackface and all his comedy and stuff that was obviously at the time pretty normal but now when we look back things like come fly with me in little britain everyone like condemns and rightly so but i always forget about it whenever i watch them bake off yeah but then i'm like oh shit no and then it's like every, we were talking about it works and they're like do we think rue has any involvement in the casting probably not i don't know Probably like the not. celeb guests and stuff, like that yeah. the BBC. I think unless there is someone that he absolutely wants on there. Yeah, like no. But I think yeah. Apart from that, like... I think he's probably yeah none the wiser. Right. I yeah. don't know because I'm just almost like it is technically part partly his show. Like yeah, you got leave all the face of it. You're the representation. It's your name on the door. But then it is. I do find though that whenever there is controversy or something comes up about yeah. it, mm. he never addresses it yeah really. he's so silent i feel like sometimes mm. he's very silent it's almost like turn up go to work bye yeah and maybe doesn't engage as much in all the debates and stuff no much. and i'm like i think as a, a host to such um an amazing show and, and but like a groundbreaking like yeah important show that gives a platform to so many amazing people that you should be able to do that like yeah you should be able to Roll with the punches, and like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, and, and do you know, like we've always said it on here, and we said it in like general life about so many topics. Like the part of like delving into it is having that conversation, yeah, and talking about stuff, yeah. Because otherwise, if you don't talk and you don't get it out there and you're not like discussing it, mm. then it's just what it is, yeah. And like it will stay where it is. There'll be no development or anything, yeah. And I think for him, who's on such a high platform anyway, being who he was. Even before the show, yeah, yeah, it's like, come on now, like, like make, I think step up a little bit. Yeah, don't just be the pretty, glamorous, funny host. Don't let the queens that you put on your world famous show take, deal with that. Take the slack. Yeah, yeah, and not necessarily take the slack, <clears> but just like, you know, make, yeah, make it more of a conversation sort of thing. Yeah, because like he does obviously make the uh, comments sometimes about condoning, obviously, like mm. uh, the backlash that queens can get and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But you know, when you're like, yeah, but you're just protecting that. You're not protecting yeah. them or discussing you're protecting the show. Yeah, basically. Because I don't even like. I don't. Follow, there's like, I this sounds really stupid, but like, I don't know if Rue has social media. Like, I don't follow any platforms he or she has, mm. and, and nothing ever comes up in my like timeline or anything. And I'm like, that's really weird. I get that. Like, as the host, you're not gonna be like. Oh my god, I love this bit, or like, or like she did this really well. Like, you're not going to yeah. say those sorts of things, but I do find it odd that I don't even like on my Twitter. Has, I follow a lot of gay people, a lot of people that love drag race, and no tweets ever mm-hmm. come up mm. on my timeline. Yeah, and I haven't really clocked that until now. And I'm like, oh, it is. It just it just seems a bit weird or like a bit off. It's just very removed. Yeah, and I get maybe like he doesn't want to be involved in that kind of stuff, but also yeah. at the same time, I'm like. You put the show out there, yeah. like. Got to remember where you came from as well. Sometimes. Yeah, and like the community you come from. Yeah, that's very true. Like you're an icon to some people. Yeah. Like be that icon. Yeah. But yes. Um, and there's <laughs> even more like Drag Race controversy this week. So, um, Drag Race Queen UK Queen Charity Case apologizes unacceptable, historic racist tweets. Um, so London-based Queen Charity Case. We'll be competing in season three of the hit show, which comes to BBC in September, blah, 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 blah. Um, she's already off to a bad start after Twitter users unearthed a plethora 
of back I love that word carefully of past tweets using the N word as well as numerous examples of cultural appropriation. Um, yesterday she released a statement saying that she'd used disgusting and offensive language in a casual and colloquial way as a teenager, but she's now changed and matured. I was sixteen and uneducated at the time, unaware of cultural misappropriation um, and the impact of my use of language. I totally accept that this is that this doesn't excuse my behaviour. I want you to know how deeply sorry I am. I'm not the same young boy today. Um, I take full responsibility for these unacceptable tweets and I hope you can understand that they do not represent me now or what I stand for today. Seeing them again has left me ashamed of myself. And they've like, applauded us to their fans and everything. Um, and again, it's like the thing we have with Drag Race Australia, isn't it? Mm. It's an apology... It might be brought up on the show, probably not, because it probably was all filmed before this. Yeah, probably. So. It just, um, I mean, I think it just highlights the importance of education, mm. um, and especially the education in schools, um, people that are, are of that age. Um, That's so true. Just because it's just, it, just, it always happens, doesn't it? Whenever yeah. it's a new show or something comes out, these sort of comments... Um, get discovered from people's like when they were like teenagers which is not an excuse but equally again like you said like that should be the education and I, yeah and it's now. Like, again yeah like you said like, i'm not making an excuse for them but like it's almost that thing of like what like it's not condoning it but obviously at that age if they're not educated in severity mm. of what they're saying mm. then you are gonna say it you you My think state. it's okay to do yeah which it absolutely 100 thousand percent it is not, not. But no. um, I think, yeah, it just comes down to like, education and just being picked up on this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, for sure. And it's just, yeah, it just makes me, not that it makes me laugh, but it's just that thing of, like, you realise how many people actually still probably do do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's what's really sad. Yeah. Is that people, okay, this would have been, like, <clears throat> How old are they now? 24. So that'd have been like eight years ago for them. Mm. But that Which, would still be happening yeah. for some people today. Exactly. Like people of the, who are 16 or around that age now mm. might be out there tweeting or whatever yeah. social media they're on. Yeah. Putting that out there. Yeah. And then come eight years later, do you know what I mean? Like it's like an yeah, ongoing it's cycle. cycle. Like, and it's, it's like, like, when do we get to that point when no one just people just don't okay do it. it? Yeah. And I think it's that thing of like, don't put something out there that you don't want to be picked up on or, yeah. again, have that discussion about. Yeah. Because I think also, unfortunately, there will also be people that are ignorant and uneducated or don't want to be mm-hmm. that will happily say horrible things because they think they are in the right. And that's always going to exist. But as, like, a society, we can still try and make it more that this is a very tiny percentage of the population, not people that are going to be on TV shows every week. Exactly, yeah. Because it's happened so much this year already, and it's like, this is not acceptable. No, is that 100%, definitely. But then also, again, it's like that sort of thing, it's like, well, I'm sure we've not probably said that sort of thing at all. No. But like, we've all, people have all said stuff that they've been ashamed of, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, luckily for us, we're not being going on Big Brother or Drag Race or Love Island, so our Speak stuff for yourself. is... <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a screen near you. <laughs> See you soon, but like you know what I mean. Like you're then not being put out on a platform and being judged and being ripped apart. So we have the security mm-hmm. of not putting ourselves out there to be dug apart 
and our history is like to be digged up. But I don't know. It's hard. It is. It is a, a hard conversation. This days because it's like, um, like you said, like yeah, like when we were younger, we probably said silly things and completely wrong things that we should never have said. But not that. that not that. To, no. Not that to one. Degree. No. Just unkind um, things, probably. And like. We didn't realise at that time that was necessarily a, a really bad thing or whatever to say. Mm. Um, and again, like, we've learned now. We'd never say that. We'd thought. never say that thing again. Mm. Um, but it's just, it's such a hard topic, isn't it? Because it is like, again, I think it comes down to education and just being made aware of what you can and can't say and what you can't get away with saying. Yeah, it's not that Because some people do get away with it. Yeah. And it's like, can't say that. Like... Mm. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah. Mm. We'll see what happens when the show yeah, airs, hopefully. Yeah, I wonder if it, does, it will come out <clears throat> at all. Yeah. Um. So this week, moving on to a bit of a lighter topic, <laughs> I read... Why well, didn't actually read the whole thing up? I saw the headline and I was like, this is funny. Um, it's on Friday 29 and it, the headline reads when do bikinis get so small by Elizabeth Huber and I was like oh my god what the fuck yes yeah and I actually read the whole Did you read I the read the whole thing? piece okay, um, on the well way done. here and honestly though like it's so true like <laughs> some of them now mm-hmm. are just like you might as well just be wearing anything hunt like yeah like, I've been trying to look for bikinis for my holiday because I am getting a holiday, guys. Um, it's not booked yet, but we are happening. We are going. <laughs> and I've been talking about the essentials, the bikinis. <laughs> and, like, I look at them and I'm like, like, I'm not a prude. I love getting my body out and, like, people should always get out what they want. But literally, it's just, like, vaginas are bigger than that. Like, <laughs> you have to cover, like, not that you have to cover them, but you know what I mean? Like, the little, it's, it's, it's particularly the bottoms that I have a real problem with. Yeah, because I feel like top. tops, like, again, like, free the nipple, nipple and all of that. And, like, it's very, like, European to go out without a bikini top Exactly. Before. But, like, sometimes, like, I'm just like, oh, that's a cute bikini, and then I'll see the back end. It's, like, it's just dental floss. Literally, and, like, it's going to cut you in half. Yeah, like, and I don't want to be in a Megan Thee Stallion video, because I'm not Megan Thee Stallion, so I can't wear <laughs> what she wears. because God, I'm I wish just gonna, I was. <laughs> because I'm just going to be on the beach in Croatia. Like, I'm not, I need to cover my ass. So you're not going to be, like, dancing to whack on the beach? No, I'm not going to be, because I do not have those moves. But, you it's know, some, I'm, it's just... What I find funny now, though, is the bikinis you get, and you see, you've seen them a lot on, like, Love Island, and you've just dribbled your wine everywhere. <laughs> She's a mess, everyone. <laughs> that talk of bikinis just got it's to go Tuesday. in. It's Tuesday. Um, are the ones that come with, like, extra long straps that you can basically strap yourself in and becomes like a straight jacket. <laughs> like, it comes with so many long straps. It's like, okay, around the stomach, around the, down your leg, around the ankle, <laughs> up, round your arm. Like, over the edge. Literally, you end up looking like you're wearing a straight jacket because <laughs> there's so many straps around it. To be fair, when you did say to me a few weeks ago, you're like, whenever, why do ever you buy a top It's just straps? <laughs> Which is not fucking true at all. Oh, <laughs> Like 85% of your order. I mean, yeah, I did wear that strappy top on Sunday <laughs> and I was wearing it on Friday. But that's not the point. The point is that that's like, they cover everything. And I don't want to like shame anyone at all. Like, if you feel comfortable in it, go for it. But can we please have some nice bikinis for people that don't want to get their fannies out? But also what I don't get is, about like the strappy ones, mm. the tan lines. Like, no, you're going to look like a mummy. Yeah. Literally. You're going to look like a zebra crossing. Yeah. And it's also like a very like like a slim and tiny boo privilege 
yeah. to wear a tiny bikini and like get away with it. Do you know another thing I don't really get? Yeah. Crochet ones. Yeah, because surely you can see stuff. Because like, in the article they talk about Dua Lipa and like she's got like two tiny like little teddy bears or something on her yeah, nipples. Yeah, flowers. And I'm like, yeah, flowers. I'm sorry, like you go in the pool with that. That's it's gone. Yeah. Like so, they must be like sunbathing approved only, not pool approved. But then it's funny because it's like her <laughs> mates and stuff aren't wearing that. Like one of them is, but then the other ones like got like a full on like t shirt on, oh, not actual t shirt. But you know what I mean? Like it's funny. Like so obviously, as this big celeb, she's the one wearing like the itty bitty. But like her mates that I don't think are famous are you know all that as big are yeah. covering up a bit more which is funny because like she should wear what she wants but that does look like a fried egg on her nipple it does look like a fried I thought that was a fried egg um, but like the thing that gets me is like if it's going to be that small and skimpy mm. like obviously again each to your own you might not want to get your nips out but just get your nips out yeah if it's going to be that small the only thing you are covering up is your nipple yeah like you're not covering up any skin any cleavage nothing and like, like your boob is out, your nipple's not, but yeah. your boob is. And like, <laughs> obviously, like men are so lucky that you can just go out and you don't have to worry about a top half, mm-hmm. whereas we do. And but then it's like well, you might not fucking well do it. Because, oh my god, the Care Bears! Oh my god, the Care Bears! Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that's so fucking weird. It's a bit weird, to be honest, but also kind of cool. I mean, at first I thought it was Percy Pig, but. <laughs> Oh my god, Emma has to do so many Percy Pig things at the moment. I'm not surprised they'll be doing a Percy Pig bikini after Percy this. Percy Pig bikinis. Like, she looks phenomenal, like, and I wish I could, like, rock it, but I just, like, I'm just like, no, but, like, you know when you, like, you feel like you're fumbling with stuff, and you're like, oh my god, could someone see my arsehole? Like, is there a bit of hair? Like, and, like, another one I don't really get, yeah. underboob. Like, mm. how do your boob, like, I feel like you've got to have a certain, like... But, like, that's what I mean, like, I'm very small, not small, but, like, I'm, well, yeah, I'm small. But I feel like you've got to have, like, a certain positioned boob. Yeah, and shape. To be able to pull that off. Yeah, you can't be there, like, if you just had a kid, like, with your boobs that are, like... Like, up. you need, I feel like you need the lifting of yeah. them. Yeah. Like, and that's they need to be lifted, they can't be drooping. And that's why I think if you're, that's why it's like such a young and small privilege mm. to be able to wear a bikini like that. Like phase under boob one, you can't wear that if you've got like, well you could, if you've got like F's cups. You could, but like people would say Honestly, stuff. like nips would be coming out left, right and centre. Literally, Literally left, right and centre. And it's like, but then I also think it's kind of the thing, it's like, oh and fade, it's so nice. But if a girl with like a double D to put it on, you'd be like, oh she looks really trashy and it's like, hang on. That's not fair because it's exactly the same bikini. Mm-hmm. They just got smaller tits or whatever. Yeah, like you're literally just body shaming. Yeah, it's just body shaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know we're like, I'm not body shaming here. I'm designer shaming here because I just want some fucking things to cover my ass. I am such a believer as well that I've learned recently. I can't remember where I read it or who said it. Mm-hmm. Um, about we're not designed to fit clothes. Clothes are designed to fit us. <gasps> so like label labels should just shouldn't just yeah. ignore labels like. Because at the end of the day, yeah, like, they are made to fit you. Yeah. You're not made to fit them. And yet. So if you find something that's, like, tight on top but loose around the bottom and what, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the fit isn't right. That's not your fault. That's the manufacturer's fault. But and I'm like, so oh often gosh. we blame ourselves for it. Yeah, like, your first thought is to blame yourself. And be like, oh, what, what do I need to do? I need to go to the gym. I need to do this. And it's like, yeah. no, it's just the manufacturer can probably be made cheaply because most of us can't afford designer stuff that's well made exactly and it's like I think I just I just love that quote like I can't remember where I found it that's a really good quote yeah I like that but yeah remember that people yeah (laughs) something we've also been very horrified about oh my god I'm honestly I'm so offended by this I'm so offended whoever voted for this 
Okay. Go on, Lydia, explain. So, Lydia got in the country. Um, so, this was in the Metro earlier this afternoon, and it says, proche- protest? Processed... I'm that horrified, I can't even say I am going to protest. <laughs> processed cheese slices voted Britain's favourite. So, someone's done, like, a survey of, like, Britain's favourite cheese. And sliced burger cheese, which is very nice on a burger. Like, fair enough. I'm not sure. Yeah, you for I'll that. give them that. But that's been voted people's top favourite cheese in England. So let's go through the top ten. <laughs> Number ten, double Gloucester. I don't know why it's. Mm. It's like a weak cheddar, yeah. I think. Yeah, boring. Um, feta. That like, why is that number? I nine? don't really like feta. Yeah, oh, but I know God. I'm unique in that. I know I'm uh, in the with like a small. I love a bit of feta. There. Yeah, I know everyone else feta. Okay, number eight, parmesan. Sorry, that's a top tier cheese. That is like top five. At that least. is like top three cheese. Yeah, well, maybe not top three, but like you can't not have parmesan in the fridge. No, the yeah. Right, number seven, Stilton. Yeah, no, that should go I to mean, the bottom. For I me. mean, that is a very like marmite cheese, isn't it? Yeah, you love it, you hate it. My white cheese is actually quite good. Um, <laughs> number six, brie. Again, quite a shame. Brie is just a standard good creamy cheese. Yeah. Um, halloumi. Oh, no, that should five. be at the top. That should be, like, maybe not the top, because it's the best cheese in the world. I think, like, two or three. Three or four. Yeah, like, top three. Definitely. Yeah. Because it's so, like, versatile. And you could, yeah. But, like, you wouldn't necessarily have it on a cheese board. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, Red Leicester. Fucking weaklings. I mean, I absolutely love Red Leicester. But it was just really But weak. I wouldn't vote it. Um, would I put it in my top five? Don't think I would. Oh, I probably would. But it'd be number five, maybe. Right. If I yeah, it'd be the top five. Like, it's not going to like, go to cheese. No. It's just like, but if it's there, I'm going to eat it. Party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, number three, mozzarella. Fine. Number two, cheddar. Mm. And number one, processed cheese slice. If this doesn't say our country is going to shit, I don't know what I mean, does. the fact it literally says processed. Yes. Like, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> where is the burrata? Where is the Gouda? Where is the Manchego? Where is the Camembert? Where are the cheese, people? I'd honestly be much happier if cheddar was at number one. I mean, because I think cheddar least... should be because it's such a universal... And also, like, it's a British round. cheese. Like, you can get mature, a... you can get mild, you can get extra mature, like... Oh and it goes <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, it's... That would at least be, like, a British, like, grown cheese. Yeah, that's not, understandable. Not a chemical-grown cheese. It's just very... Oh, and it's also got some other stats. Um, almost one in five said they eat cheese every day, with more than half of Brits claiming British cheese is the best, while France came a distant second on 30%. I feel like I only like a cheddar from England, I don't like any other cheeses from England. I mean, I think, yeah, same. I mean, I'm like quite fussy with cheese, mm. but like, I feel like there's definitely a certain type of market they've got here. Yeah, it's a very uh, uh, clientele. It's a very British, like they are very British cheeses. Yeah. If you ask someone, they'd name those cheeses. Yeah, they they pay, people <clears> scored um, goat cheese as this country's most disliked cheese, which I feel is not very cosmopolitan. I'm not gonna lie. Goat's I feel like these cheese. people are like, mm. I don't like goat's cheese, but I know um, people do like goat's cheese. And what I mean is that I feel like it's a very specific group of people they've asked these questions about. Yeah, definitely. If they're going processed cheese. The fact as well, I think, I don't know if it's like further on down. It says that like. There was a thing about um, people admitting to like wanting that, like eating most of their cheese on pizzas, and I'm like, come on! Like, Have you heard of a cheese board? Like, just but even in like cheesy chips, or like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or like putting your cheese on a steak, like a cheese, or like a really nice French cheese sort of sauce on, on a steak. steak. <gasps> yeah, there's a there's a recipe I think from HelloFresh, and I don't know if it's maybe it's Stilton actually. 
That I can see that working. See, but still, is it still was blue cheese, right? Yeah. I think it's that. That. Oh, because they do and blue you put cheese, it on the yeah. steak and oh. Yeah, because you do like blue cheese like dressing for like chicken wings. Yeah, like that is banging. Or like, but like even just like cheese <clears> on a jacket <throat> potato, or you know like jacket potato beans and cheddar cheese. This is what I mean. Like, there's so many versatile ways to use cheese. Why are you gonna like have it on a pizza? Like a wrap. Uh, burrata with sourdough bread and olive oil. Oh, but like even like whoever, if there's people out there that doesn't have, don't have cheese on pizza, you are a different like obviously. you're a mutant to me. I think. Well, unless you're vegan, obviously. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but they use like vegan cheese or something. Yeah, that's true. I just don't understand people that don't like cheese. Um, um, yeah, thirteen percent of eighteen twenty four year olds choose pizza as their cheesy meal of choice. To be fair, that's only like thirteen percent. So the rest of us are doing all right. <laughs> we'll bring that back. One in ten men saying they can't stand cheese. Well, I don't want to date any of those. Men. So whenever these one people are, they need to get out. Yeah, I'm not doing any of those. But I'm just yeah a bit horrified that processed cheese is worth like the a processed. It just shows like it just says everything about our culture. Like you can see the Brits and the Spaniards and the Italians fucking laughing at us, but like classic. This is why we're always like at the bottom of everything we do. Eurovision. This is why. We, this is why. This is why we. Processed processed cheese puts us at the bottom of the rankings. Literally, we should have been voted out of the EU, not the other way around. <laughs> like I'm embarrassed to say I'm English now. Honestly, can I change my nationality? Yeah. I don't know what I'd become, but can I change that? Queen of the world. <laughs> yes. What would you like to change to? Queen of the world, please. <laughs> Sorry, Lizzie, hon, move over. Right, let's get some good news <laughs> from me because I cannot stand this slander anymore. Um, right, so here we go. Right, it's from the mirror, which I, I know you work for, but I was a bit surprised they did this, but you know. Okay. Okay, so I didn't realize they had a good news section. I thought it was bitches the whole time. I didn't know that either. <laughs> and you fucking work there. Right, so the headline reads. Landlord leaves people in tears with heartwarming letter to former tenant. A landlord has been heaped with praise, that's a sentence you never hear, <laughs> after sharing the profits from selling their home with the tenants who helped, pay, who helped to pay the mortgage. Chris Robage posted on Facebook to say he had previously rented property and had recently been contacted by the former landlord to ask for his current address. A few days later, he received a letter in the post informing him that the landlord wanted to pay him back for the contribution he made to the home, as well as everyone else who had rented it, enclosed with a cheque for $2,500, or so like £1,800, mm-hmm. and a message explaining that the landlord had tried to keep rent equivalent to the monthly expenses of keeping the house for everyone who had lived there. Um, explaining some of the money, it said, I calculated the amount you, of principal you paid each month you lived there, specify who was living in the house, and added 40% for increasing the value of the home from when I bought it. Whilst it's not much, it's yours. It was a great house, and I'm glad I was able to share it with you. Um, Chris from Massachusetts said it had been the first place he had called him after going through a divorce, and they had been left stunned by the gesture. He wrote, I've been sitting with this for more than a day, and I'm still completely beyond an actual way to describe what this act, what this act means to me. Um, all I can say is that there are people who talk about their values, and there are people who actually live them. And the reason I want to share this is that I want to encourage all of us to actually love our values. Do it off the clock. Do it when no one is watching. Do it always. Um, and yeah, I just thought it would be nice that like, because that thing, isn't it, whenever when your parents were like, you're renting, you're paying someone else's mortgage. I'm like, yeah, but that someone actually gave it back to them. I think that's, oh my God. You literally do never hear of like positive news of landlords. Yeah. Maybe not like the rogue one. Like, but, like occasionally, but really. it's like one in a hundred. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I just thought it was quite nice that he like was like recognising what 
like those people are given to him. Yeah. Literally in his saving, in his money and stuff, and paid off his mortgage. That he was going to help him out with like two grand, My which God. you know is not a small sum. If anyone wants to help me out with that, then um, hit me <laughs> up. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought that was really cute. And oh, nice. I like that. Um, do we have a small brand? Yes, we okay. have a brand of the week. We have a small brand. Do we have a small brand of the week? We <laughs> have a small brand of the week. <laughs> so it is called Doctor Botanicals. Um, so it is. Um, well, it says it's a self-proclaimed loud and proud LGBTQIA plus owned business. Right. Um. They basically start, it's a beauty brand, um, and they have a whole host of beauty products that are all cruelty-free, um, vegan skincare, uses natural ingredients, um, and one thing they've actually done is they've pledged to use only eco-friendly natural packaging by 2023, and to be completely carbon neutral by 2025, um, and just on their website, like the packaging's really cute. It's like um, yeah, I've just I literally just came things of like yeah. the periodic table, like that kind of like, oh, design. Oh, that's fun. Um, they literally do so many different things, like coffee, like oh, we love coffee. Yeah, but I would like to try that. Coffee, watermelon, pomegranate, strawberry, kale. Um, yeah, like the list literally goes on. Cookies, really um, cool. Artichoke, superfood, family night night moisturizer. Yeah, and even like their organic and botanic. Um, range looks insane like and it's really good prices as well yeah i was just gonna say um they've got all the products like it shows you the ratings that they've got and reviews and they're all like four and a half up they have also just announced as well that they are the official partner for the national television awards um oh my god i know major um and yeah i just thought it was nice because that is a beauty uh brand um lgbtqia plus owned and yeah, like I just think it's a really, really nice brand to yeah. put out there because, like, I think it can be quite daunting when you're looking for beauty products sometimes because you're mm. like, oh, God, like, what's this? What's that? Kind of thing. There's so much choice. Yeah. Um, but I think if you want to shop with just one brand, mm. these literally have got everything on yeah. their website. I was actually just looking at their mask and I'm like, I need a new mask. So, mine to get one. Honestly, yeah, turmeric. Like, oh my God. A turmeric mask that makes your whole face go on, so doesn't it? Just oh, be this thing that I can't. I but like, they are like meant to be good for your face. You just need to make sure that like, you don't have like a date the next day. I think. And I think like literally artichoke, charcoal, cocoa, so and coconut. artichoke in your skin. I didn't know that was good for you, but oh. like literally the list goes on. Like it just. I mean, the cocoa and coconut one sounds really nice. I don't yeah, want to try that. that's not, I can imagine that smelling incredible. Yeah, but there's like cleansers, there's night moisturisers, there's... Exfoliators, serums. Hydrated masks, like... Shampoo. Honestly, goes on and on and on. Oh, the shampoo looks really like bougie and like mm. that. Um, Aesop, is it Aesop? That branding, that's what it looks like, but nice, like... Yeah, like, so I get what you mean. Um, but yeah, super affordable, super good. Um, and yeah. Give them a check out, everyone. Yeah. So, book of the week. Finished one. Already into the next one. Oh for next week. God, your head. No, I'm not. But <laughs> good reasons. Like you still got ten. Your ten books behind schedule. And I'm like, okay, bitch. Thanks for reminding me, me. hon. <laughs> so this weekend, I read the weekend, not the artist. Um, <laughs> 
by Charlotte Wood, who is an Australian author. So it's a fiction book based in Australia about these w three women in their 70s who go out to clear out their best friend's house who's just died. Oh my god, it sounds emotional already. But it's really good. So I, I haven't read a book like this in ages, but it's, it takes place over like two days. And so you get the three women's perspectives that weekend. They're all very different women. One is a, an old actress, one of them's like a professor, one of them works in a restaurant. And they've all got their own secrets and their own, because they're like in their 70s now, so they've had their entire, not their entire lives. <laughs> Most of it. But like, you know, they've lived through stuff. They've yeah. had marriages, kids, divorces, success, failures. Yeah. And it's all them like reflecting on it all. And then like being together and like the complications of friendship. Because I think even like when you're friend, when you're in your 70s, like, oh, we'll be friends. Like, literally there'll be no drama. But like, there is drama still. <laughs> like, even when like in the old people's home, there will still be drama. <laughs> But they're not there. But it just—it was a really <laughs> enjoyable book to read. I got through it so quickly, and just the pace and the way she writes was so like I just loved it. I haven't read a book that was so like I don't know how to describe it. Let every word like she kind of like drags it out, but that sounds really that doesn't sound that doesn't Good. give it its justice. <laughs> but like she would be like describing the car journey of this woman and her dog, and the dog's like really ill and it's basically die oh my gosh but like it just the way she just describes everything it's just like beautiful it's just such good writing so yeah and it's just a, it was a good like beach read as well i reckon okay because you can either appreciate it for like the literature of it all yeah or just be like oh my god these three women are going to care at their better friend's house who's died what's going to happen so it's the, it's just based on that weekend this these literally like two days wow and it's yeah you wouldn't think that a book that could fill out like it was only like two days yeah could fill an entire book but like, I quite like ones that are like that though because it's just it is like you don't have to think too much about when it's set or yeah. anything like that like you know when it's based and yeah. then you, you, you get the other bits that come in you just fall in love in. with the characters yeah. and like their lives and that's what it really was and it's just like it was quite interesting to be like all the things you leave behind what I like oh like you leave deep. like she left all the secrets that she left because there was something that comes out at the end and you're like, I did not see it coming at all and I was like oh my god what one of them having an affair isn't I'm it, not or something like that I'm not telling you <gasps> the scandal but amongst like, you these 70 year olds you know what I mean like, that's the thing like, because you've lived a life together with these people for so long and then once someone dies it all comes out oh my god yeah juice honey <laughs> right so what have we been gifted this week well not we you <laughs> so I have been gifted a gorgeous hair so it's a two piece oh um, this is what it looks like so it is um, basically like silk pajamas, <gasps> but they um, it's basically a co-ord as well. It looks that looks incredibly I chic. You could be I, on the beach in Saint-Tropez. Oh my god, I wish I was <laughs> on the beach in Saint-Tropez. Um, but basically, the brand is called Even Day, um, and they I love that on their website. It literally says like beautifully made, incredibly versatile, even day match high quality, comfortable materials with striking colours and designs to create sleepwear that can be worn as day wear. Um, when you wear even day style, never naps. And then it was like, um, even day was born the day we stopped following the rules, the day we stopped listening to the nagging voice of convention, telling us what to wear and how to dress. On that day, we launched a clothing range for people who want to live and sleep in style. Our clothes can help you live Live bed ready 24-7. Be led by what looks good. Be led by what feels good. Turn nightwear into streetwear and always be true to yourself. 
And I really like like the ethos behind the brand. I am bed ready twenty four seven. Literally, I am bed ready twenty four seven because honestly, if I lay down, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> I just sit down to be honest. But um, they look so lovely. And I like when the whole like trend of like sleepwear turning into like outerwear came a mm. thing. I was like, no, absolutely not. Like you can look silly. Mm. And now like, some of the things you can get out there, I'm like, these are beautiful pieces. Yeah, you should. They shouldn't just be worn in the bedroom. Literally. Yeah, and also it's, I think it's quite nice that like for a man and stuff to wear like silk pajamas out. Like, why the fuck not? That's the thing. I think it's like like we always say it, like why should it bother anyone? Yeah. Kind of thing. But but like. Men are, I think some men are still very scared of fashion and mm. scared of trends and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. And like, I know if I was to walk down the street, I'd probably get looked to be like, why is he wearing his pyjamas outside? Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, like, I think if I was to wear that in like central London, people mm. would get it. Yeah. And it's like, it does take bravery and guts to wear certain things. Like, yeah, it really absolutely. does. I think people underestimate, like, Wearing a wild, wild, really cool outfit can take a bit of like, okay, no, I can do this, I can do this, I can leave the house in this, I look cool. Yeah, like I feel like I've become that sort of like, what I've started realising as well is that like, as long as you have confidence, mm. you can actually pull like a lot of things off. Yeah, if you've got like an and what attitude. Literally. Yeah. Like I look great. Like, like it doesn't matter skin colour, size, literally anything, like disability. Like if you've got that confidence. You can rock it rock it and do it like and own it because you look fucking great honestly but yeah <laughs> so hot <laughs> that's hot swimming <laughs> as our queen paris would say uh, right so we're gonna wrap this shit up um thanks so much for listening everyone thanks for all the lovely feedback about zach smith last week he was such a pleasure to have on yes he was <laughs> well done um yeah please rate review and subscribe and leave us a little review that would really really help us they should just say good we'll be happy with that yeah that's fine it, even if it's just like a thumbs up emoji yeah we're, we're fussy. we'll take it honestly we'll take anything we've got no standards story my life <laughs> um <laughs> As always, you can contact us via Wind Down the Podcast on Instagram. You can email us at winddownpodcast at gmail.com and you can tweet us at winddown underscore. Um, and yes, please rate, review, and uh, I said prescribe. Prescribe. I do need some sort of subscribing or something. Um, subscribe and share your pals, your friends, your family, everyone basically. Um, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.